How the hell are ya? What is up, everybody? We hope you guys like the new Halloween intro. It's uh, specifically for the o month of October. 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 Anyway, it was really fun. We wanted to use more of our intro song, so we decided to give it a little flair, make it a little more spooky. So the intro will only be lasting for this month. I think you guys have already heard it on a couple episodes, which is fine, but... Um, and then we'll be getting back to the old. Anyway, but yeah, so uh, we are in October. This is actually the first episode that we are recording in October. Yeah. Which is really, really exciting. So we are so excited to just pump out a shit ton of fucking content. Yes. Uh, Literally so much. All the content so for your ears. I might just throw up. Because she's hungover? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes, I am slightly hungover. It uh, was a rough night. Not really a rough night, a good night. It was a fun night. But uh, this morning has not been fun. Right. She uh, she had a wedding, an out-of-town wedding even, so. Yeah, it's it's been a tom. And she was out getting fucking wasted. Unplanned wasted. <laughs> <laughs> and I was sitting here chilling with Leo. Me and, me and Leo were just, you know, watching some scary movies. Limping and Leo. Yeah, it was a fun time. Poor dude. Yeah. Hopefully his foot will get his foot will get better. Hopefully we can get him figured out. <laughs> yeah. But um aside from that, we don't really have any any sort of news. Nope. No news. So I think we're gonna go ahead and jump right into the story. Let's do it. So excited. Our first October crime. Yes. Crime. crime. Yeah. So um I'm really excited. So today we are going through the tell, if you will, because Boy, it's wild. Oh boy. Of Belle Gunnis, also known as the Black Widow of Laporte, also known as Hell's Bell, also known as the Indiana Ogress. Wow. She got lots of names. Homegirl's got tons of names there. She, she did a lot of shit to get those names. Uh, <laughs> you know, unlike the episodes that I get to record, I never know what you're gonna bring to me so i'm i'm pretty pumped to hear about the what is it black widow the black widow of laporte oh my god yeah so this is a um an indiana serial killer so a neighboring a neighboring serial killer um, okay so and she was very she was <laughs> she was a wild time well like she's a trip this is a lot we're going through a lot but this is the otis case that i have done so we're actually going to take it to November 11th, 1859. 1859. You no. never do old cases, so I'm really excited for this one. I know. I think the oldest I've done has been like the 70s, 80s. <laughs> so, but um, this is just for her birth. So we're just, oh, we're okay. only going back that far for her birth. But we, we talk about it. We don't get like very far. Into the 1900s? 
Right. Okay. And then we jumped to the 2000s randomly. So (laughs) it's fine. Weird. But I see you. So Belle Gunnis, whose birth name was, ready for this one? I'm doing my best here. Please don't attack me. Brenhild Paulsthetter Storseth. So that's a name, but we get a name change. So we're Belle. That's where we're sitting at, which I can definitely pronounce substantially easier. (laughs) That's also not the only name that's uh, giving me some trouble. So please bear bear with with me. Belle Gunnis was born November 11th, 1859 in Selbu, Norway. Okay, okay. Selbu. Selbu. I looked it up. I looked up all these names. It's the remembering how they're pronounced after I looked them up. So It's a lot. Yeah. Her parents' names are Paul and Barit Storseth. I really like the name Barit. Yeah, it looks like... Barit? Well, it almost looks like it's B-E-R-I-T. It almost looks like beret for beret, us because, yeah. like, like it's not beret, but, like, that's what I thought when I first saw it. Yeah. And then I looked it up. And so, Brit. Brit? It's like Brit. Like, hey, Brit. Hey, Brit. I like it. Yeah, I'm into it. She was actually the youngest kid and had seven older siblings. Whoa. Can't big, relate. Big family. I'm the oldest with, like, seven younger siblings, though. So. <laughs> Except the complete there's, opposite. there's like actually 12 or 13 siblings at this point. So. Mm-hmm. Life wasn't always the easiest for her and her family. They actually suffered from some pretty bad financial hardships as she was growing up, which probably caused a lot of the reason why she idolized a wealthy lifestyle. Like it was something that she wanted. She knew she was like, I will live wealthy. Me too, girl. Me too. I mean, don't we all? She began working at the age of 14 on a farm as a milkmaid. With the hopes that she would actually be able to join her sister, who had already immigrated to America. Gotcha, gotcha. A milkmaid, you said? Yes, yes. Okay. Just milking the cows. Milking. Milking the cows. Milking the cows. She also did, like, some herding, too. So, like, she would herd some cows and milk some cows and... Herding, like, with dogs? Or just her herding, her, like, I running guess. around herding <laughs> yeah, I don't, I the don't... cows? There wasn't a job description from her, from her job that <laughs> job she had um, when she was 14 in the 1800s, yeah. so... So it's up for interpretation, I guess. All right. So she was running around herding the cows. <laughs> Probably just <laughs> 14-year-old Belle chucking along, which we, we'll get into it. But a lot of people talk about, like, her physique a lot. Like, it's mentioned in the story. Like, she has a, a, couple times. a good, good physique. We'll talk about it. She's, okay. got a, right. she's got a particular physique. In 1881, she was able to finally immigrate to New York, where she was processed and then she changed her name to Belle. Thank you, Belle. Thank you, Belle. It's a lot easier. From there, she moved to Chicago, Illinois. And while she was in Chicago, she actually lived with her sister, Nellie, and Nellie's husband. She worked for a small stint as a house servant, but then eventually became employed at a butcher shop. While she was in Chicago, she ended up meeting a man named Mads Sorensen, and they ended up getting married in 1884. They actually suffered from a lot of tragedy while they were together. They ended up opening a candy store one day, but it ended up burning down shortly after they opened it. Their house ended up burning down in 1900, and two of their four kids ended up dying of acute colitis. Oh, man. Yes. Bad luck. It was a lot. July 30th, 1900, Mads ended up suffering from a cerebral hemorrhage and died as well. Oh my goodness. Now, it is worth noting a few things about these tragedies. With both of the fires and the death of their children, 
Bell and Mads had received insurance payouts. Acute colitis, which is what killed their children, also has symptoms that are scarily similar to poisoning. Oh. Also, too, Mads had seemed to have maybe been switching insurance policies around the time that he died. Because the last day of his old policy and the first day of his new policy were the same day. Sounds a little sus to me. I would have to agree. Mads ended up dying on the day that they ch- they shared the date. And Bell received not one insurance payout, but two insurance payouts from both policies. So oh. she ended up getting two, two payouts, which in today's money equated to somewhere around $150,000. Yeah. So there's some suspicious activity. It's always about the insurance. Right. It is occurring. We're happening. We're seeing it. Now, because she obviously made her way out with a buku amount of money, Mm -hmm. she ended up using all of this life insurance policy. She packed up her daughters, Myrtle and Lucy, and her foster daughter, who is also her niece, Jenny. Mm. We're not really sure how that situation is about. But she was the foster child. Jenny Olson was the foster child of Belle. And it does say that it was her niece. Okay. So they all ended up moving on to a 48-acre farm that Belle was able to buy in LaPorte, Indiana. Okay. This is where we live now. Which in this, it also said that Indiana was part of the Midwest. And I guess, like, yeah, it is. But, like, it just never registered in my mind that it was part of the Midwest. That does, it doesn't sound right. Right. Like, it makes sense, but it doesn't sound right. Just because it's literally, like, right north of us. Mm-hmm. In April of 1902, she remarried a man named Peter Gunnis. Oh. Which is how we got the last name. There's the last there name. There it is. Crazy enough, tragedy started to strike again. Oh, boy. It's almost like clockwork. Peter had actually had a baby from a previous marriage that ended up just dying suddenly. Oh. While Peter was not at home. Mm. Yes, of course. Peter himself had also died shortly following his daughter after a sausage grinder fell off an unstable shelf and smashed him in the head. Wow. How how, um, unfortunate. I would say convenient. (laughs) You know, just a lot of deaths that... Just surround her? Yeah, it doesn't feel like a coincidence to me. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, Bell was able to collect the payout from his life insurance policy, and this life insurance policy equated somewhere around 90 grand today. <gasps> She's making the big bucks. She's getting the money. Mm-hmm. She is getting the money. So, Bell's foster daughter, Jenny Olson, who was somewhere between 16 and 18, went to school and ended up telling a classmate, quote, My mama killed my papa. She'd hit him with a meat cleaver and he died. Don't you tell a soul. Soon after, no one had seen Jenny. Oh. But Belle claimed that Jenny was sent off to a school to finish her education in California. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she was. Well, it turns out that Belle was uh, probably eager for more money, so she ended up putting a marriage ad out in a Norwegian-based newspaper. And this is what it read. Comely Widow who owns a large farm in one of the finest districts of Laporte County, Indiana, desires to make the acquaintance of a gentleman who equally well provided. With view of joining fortunes, no reply by letter considered unless sender is willing to follow answer with personal visit. Triflers need not apply. Triflers? (laughs) Like, come here, give me all your money. But don't be trifling me, honey. As long as you have money, come here and see me. 
And I just thought it was so funny that she, I mean, at that time they would have used the word trifler. Trifler. But like, to actually see it, I just love that line. Triflers need not apply. That's going on probably every single dating bio that I have going forward. Every single one. Triflers. Need not apply. Need not apply. Now, she knew that if she targeted lonely men, um, specifically lonely men who were Norwegian, and it kind of created, like, you know, a family situation for them, like it made them feel like at home, mm -hmm. it would be easy for her to seduce them and acquire their money. So that's what she did. In 1905, a farmhand from Wisconsin made contact with Bill over the marriage ad. Henry Gerholt made his way to go meet Bill. Once he got there, wrote his family, letting them know that he was healthy and that the farm was a very, like, pleasant place to live at. Mm -hmm. Eventually, he stopped contacting his family. And as family would do, they grew worried. Right. They ended up getting in touch with Bill, who simply said that Henry had left with horse traders heading to Chicago. A coinky dink? Mm, I think not. I think not. Now, one man actually ended up managing to leave. Oh. And, and talk about it. And this was George Anderson. And Anderson said that he had actually woken up the first night that he was there to find Bell standing over him with a menacing look. So he got the fuck right out. Yep. He was Headed like, I'm done. He said, I'm out. Yeah. He, so he, he like skedaddled. Yeah. Like Good me. on him. I'm out. I, I'm a head out. Right. <laughs> now, Bell basically began to start receiving visitors almost like weekly. Like every week, every other week. Like men? Yeah. Oh. They would show up to her farm with like handfuls of money or checks and then they would just simply vanish. And then neighbors stated that they actually started seeing her spend a lot of her time in her hog pens, especially at night. And she also started spending a lot of her money on like crates. Like she was buying like wooden crates. Weird. A little suspicious. We all know what uh, pigs and hogs do. Well... We're going to talk about this. All right. And I said that we would talk about like her physique and how she was built. She was like mm -hmm. a, like, she was like a pretty big woman. Okay. She was like 5'9", five, 5'10", five, okay. and she weighed like 200 pounds and she was like fit. Like Very she, fit. yeah. She'd and, be like a little bit taller than me. Right. Her neighbors talked about like how they watched her pick up like a three, 400 pound piano by herself what? and take it into the house. And she said, I love live music in my home. And then when they were talking about the crates, they had said she was getting a bunch of wooden crates and they were throw or she was throwing them around like a, like a box of marshmallows. Like a box. That's what they said. So like they, they talk about that a lot. Like Love that. her size yeah. and like, and I, I don't think it's like really a mean way. It just seems like they're like impressed. Like she's very strong. She's like just chugging this around like her brute strength. Like the sister on Encanto. <laughs> what is her Louisa. Name? Lu Louisa. Yeah. Yeah. She's the strong one. She's not nervous. Belle actually had a farmhand named Ray Lampfear, whom she had a secret relationship with. Ray was in love with Belle. Ooh, like, it was spicy. Yeah. Obsessed. Like, loved her so much. And she just kind of felt like Ray wasn't going to be able to provide, like, the lifestyle and the happiness that she wanted. She oh. had a particular life that she wanted because she's awful. And he didn't have enough money Correct. for her. Basically that. She was shallow. After seeing the countless men coming and going, he finally left in, like, a jealous fit of rage. Mm -hmm. Which, like, I get. Yeah. She was probably playing with his emotions. Now, we are going to get to the last man that we know of that Bill ended up having over. Oh, boy. And his name was Andrew Hegelian. In 1908, Andrew showed up to the farm with a check for $2,900. 
from his savings, which we talked about earlier, sitting around like 85, 90 grand. Wow. And then, like clockwork, soon after he ended up arriving there, he just disappeared. Andrew's brother, Asley, began to worry. He was basically just demanding answers from Bell, like, hey, what is going on? Messaging, just like it's happened before. Right. But Where's he was brother? persistent. Yeah. Now, she kept telling him, oh, I don't know where Andrew is. Maybe he went to Chicago. We've heard that before. Maybe mm-hmm. he went back to Norway, even. Asley just did not buy any of this, did not believe anything that was coming out of her mouth. As he shouldn't. Correct. Bell ended up visiting an attorney on April 27th, 1908, and she stated, actually, that Ray Lampfear was making threats on her life and that she needed to go ahead and start a will. She told the attorney that she actually feared that he would burn her house to the ground. So after that meeting with the attorney, she ended up leaving. She got a couple of gallons of kerosene, some toys for her kids, and she went home. And that night, her farmhouse was set on fire. During the investigation of the fire, the bodies of Belle's children were found in the basement of the farmhouse. Oh. And they actually thought that maybe they were upstairs in the second story sleeping in their beds and, like, fell through. But then upon the investigation, they realized that the piano from the first story was on top of their remains, which means they were put into the basement when this house was set on fire. Oh. Yeah. Now, along with the remains of Belle's children, they actually also found the headless body of a woman downstairs that authorities believed to be Belle. What? Now, she was headless, so there wasn't really able, you know, like, they weren't able to look at the head and be Mm -hmm. like, oh, that's Belle, but... The stature of her, though? Like, she had a very unique stature, right? We're going to talk about it, yeah. Okay, okay. So, they believed it to be Belle, and... Police then went and found Ray, and they charged him with the murder of the family along with the arson. Yes. Because she was saying, like, Ray's gonna try to get me. And Ray was pissed. Ray was jealous. He was not, you know, excited about this. So, Asley, which is Andrew's brother, Mm -hmm. heard of the fire and immediately headed to the farm and assisted the police on the scene. Which I was like, he's so worried about his brother. Yeah. A concerned bro. Yeah. They searched an area of land that Belle had actually claimed was for burying her trash out there, you know, casually. Cash. Yes. When they went through and they dug up that area to see what was there, they found 11 sacks filled with dismembered body parts. Oh my goodness. Yes. And some of those bodies ended up including Andrew Hegelian, as well as her niece, Jenny Olson. Oh no. Yeah. So they did find their both of their bodies along with a lot of other bodies. Oh, no. We'll get into the numbers because the numbers vary, but let's just know that they go from a lot to a lot more. A lot to a lot. Okay. Yeah. It was suspected at this point that the decapitated body was probably not Belle Gunness, as she was 5'9 and around 200 pounds, and the body was only 5'3 and 75 to 100 pounds. Oh, there's the stature. Yep. Now, Ray ended up only being charged with the arson. Because they found a bunch of bodies mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, she's probably a stone cold killer. Yeah. Because she was. She wild. Um, And then he was put in prison. During this time, he remained adamant that he never heard of or saw her commit any murders. Like, there were no murders that he was aware of. Weird. When he got older, he was about to pass and he ended up making a deathbed confession. In his confession, he stated that he had actually helped Belle kill... 40 to 42 people. Men. What? She would poison their drinks, beat them over the head, 
dismember their bodies by removing arms, legs, feet, and heads. Sometimes even feeding parts of them to her pigs. I knew they'd come back. Uh-huh. And then he said, after she was done all that, that he would do the planting. Man, this man really loved her. Yeah. He claimed that the decapitated woman that they had found on the scene of the house fire was actually a housekeeper that she had hired and was planning her runaway. So she had hired this housekeeper to keep everything going, I guess. And she was going to try to get away. And then once the suspicion started happening, she was like, no, no, we got to get get her out of here. Yeah. And that was everything that he said about it. I mean, he hit all the marks. He, He talked about like what happened to the bodies, how many people that he knows of. All of this. So, based on the remains that they found, they were able to conclude at least 14. Based on his confession, that could have been up to about 40 or 42. Oh so, anywhere between 14 to 42 people. And that's not counting. We don't know if she poisoned her kids Yeah. that died at the beginning. Right. We don't know if her husband actually died from that hemorrhage that like naturally or if she did something to cause that we won't really ever know the numbers that she uh actually committed wow yes now i do want to bring this up to the future up into uh more present times because even if i'm going to do a past so far back i am going to touch base in the future in 2008 they attempted to compare the dna found on a letter that bell had sent to one of her victims to the DNA of the decapitated corpse. Because it was aged so severely and so badly, the test came back as inconclusive. Mm. So as far as we know, she died that night. And that is what essentially ended up being what was ruled, is that she died that night. But but she, the stature was not correct. Correct. So she was just out here running around. Now, the reason that they said that is because there was a dentist who said... If you could find the head or any part of the teeth, I can tell you if that was her or not. And they said that they found something like two porcelain teeth. It it varies based on the research, Mm -hmm. but what I saw was at least like one or two porcelain teeth to look at some of the dental work. And the dentist said, yeah, I did that to her. Like that was my work. So it had to have been her. Because two porcelain teeth is apparently more credible than the fact that the body was a half a foot shorter (laughs) In half the weight. Nowhere near what right. size she was. I do understand, like, bodies sometimes shrink and fire and stuff like that. But... But that's... not to half their size. Yeah. That's intense. Uh, I can't compete. I think she ran away. I think that she probably killed more. And she she just disappeared. Right. Because no. that's what I was going to ask you. That's... I was... While you were telling that, while you were telling him, like, making his deathbed confession, I was going to ask you, well, where was she? Correct. <laughs> Where was she? We don't know. Oh, my So that's kind of the thing. A lot of people, they just have a lot of questions because they're like, okay, so did Ray start the fire? Did Ray kill everybody in a fit of rage? Because he could have. Right. I mean, that could be an option here. Which technically he would have got away with it if he did. Right. Because he was only charged with the arson. But I mean, one way or another, she also killed a shit ton of people and they found like... Right. So if he did that, like, shitty that he killed the kids, but he did get her, but still shitty that he killed the kids... But, I mean, she also could have done all of it. She could have done every bit of it. So we don't know. It just ends like that. That's just, we're done. Yeah. My mind can't compute. I know. I don't like it. That's why I did it. Because it was so much, like, fucked up shit that she did. And it was just, like, everything incriminating her. Like, there was no way that nobody knew. And then at the end, we're just like, okay, we're done here. Like, Um, yeah. 
and I wanted you to be as fucked up about it as I am. I'm not live life loving for it. At all. At all. What is happening? How did we get to this point? We even pulled up more DNA in 2008 and now we're just a hundred years later. A hundred years after the crime committed, we pulled up DNA and nothing happened because, I mean, you can't, DNA can't be perfect all the time. I get that. I think that she at least killed the 14 well, yeah, for sure. She would have had to have because he would have, he wouldn't, he wasn't there or he was there, but he was, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. He was the one doing the planting. I'm so confused. But I, I think that she probably killed upwards to uh -oh. the 4042. Yeah. And that's us not knowing everything else because when you look into the research and kind of go through some of this stuff, it even talks about how there was one point where she had kids. She had like four kids and they don't remember, like people don't remember seeing her pregnant that many times. What? They were like, where did these kids she come from? Gathering yeah. kids from just the people she killed. Just infant babies. Yep. I don't know. Babies? Yeah. Oh. The two that died from the, uh, the colitis oh, yeah, were yeah, babies. Okay. And she received insurance money on all that. Whoa. So like some people even speculate that maybe she was like kidnapping babies i'm too hungover for this <laughs> <laughs> she looks in complete like panic and I dismay I'm, I'm, i don't i just i don't understand right. so i don't want to say that she was kidnapping babies actually i just don't give a fuck because she's been dead forever and or she hasn't this was over 100 years ago and she was an awful human well, no one way or the other she's got to be dead now that's too right <laughs> yeah she's but definitely dead now but but it's one of those things where it's like she could have, I mean, she was potentially getting babies some way that was not hers. So she could have filing, been even more. Yeah. Filing insurance claims on them or like getting life insurance on them and then collecting insurance claims on infants. You were telling me nobody was like, this girl has been really cashing in really? on some insurance. Cashing in. Like based on today, that is like, she probably made like a million bucks on insurance alone. This was the crime Something. and the reason. The crime and the reason. Yes. <laughs> this Something was the reason for the crime. Was going on here. Yeah. Like, and it's so wild because, like I said, I mean, the story wasn't long. And, but she did so much. I literally got to the end and I was like, and that's it. And you looked. What? Like, yeah. Like that meme. What is it? What? What? Right. You felt like we were going to get a part two because there was so much and we yeah. didn't even get like the second part of part one. <laughs> <laughs> we got a two-parter but it's not a two-parter it's, it's only a half-parter half we got a half a part but no more two parts are yeah we got a we got a half part of an episode <sighs> i mean it was but it's just it's fucking wild dude. i'm irritated yeah me too bell you are something something else we have really been talking about some intense women lately yeah we have and i was talking to Kaylin, and i was sending her messages and i was like listen i don't know why the fuck lizzie borden is so famous when this woman exists. When she exists. Right. I'm like, why haven't I... Why, I didn't know about her until I started looking up for, you know, I was like, I want to do, like, a, a case for, for October. And I was like, well, I didn't want a case for October. But, like, for this one, when I was looking, I was specifically wanting something that was, like, out there. That was, like, wild. And just, like, a lot of shit, you yeah, know? And, yeah. And that, like, that I could talk about that wasn't really well known. One that may have been unorthodox. And that's the one. But yeah, so I was just looking for something that, like, I hadn't heard about. Maybe you guys hadn't heard about. Just something that was, you know, out there that I felt would go well with this. Mm -hmm. And I think with it being in Halloween and we don't even know if she died at that time or went on the run and did more. It's, you know, to me, that still feels 
I guess technically it's soft, but it feels pretty unsoft to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> feels this was a, this was a like crazy one. Yeah. So, and I loved it. I was so excited the whole time that I was researching it because I was just like ready to see what the next thing that she did was. I was just like. Right. Tell me more. Yeah. Tell me that something happened here. I wish we knew more of what she did. Yeah. Yeah. So, Where, I need more. But, but yeah, no, that's, uh, that's the it. That's the it of the it. The it of it. Yeah. Not the end. That's the it of it. Mm. So, um. Unsatisfied is how I'm feeling before you right. ask. <laughs> yeah, no, it's. Blah, blah, blah. But no, it was um, it was a fun it was a fun short case to research and I had a lot of fun with it and was really excited to tell you about it. So, well, thanks for learning your life. Unsatisfying <laughs> me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Aside from that, um, that will be it for today. But not it for the month because. It is spooky, and it is scary, and it is fabulous. Fabulous. <laughs> but uh, we got so much more shit. Just we're about to start swinging at you. Swinging. Swinging. Just, Just a swinging. <laughs> we are one with Earth that too. and country music. That, yep. But um, aside from that, make sure that you check out all of our social medias at Crime or Reason. Hit us up on Gmail at crumeorreason at gmail.com. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash crimeorreason. Also, leave us a rate and review. Let us know how we're doing. Please. We love you guys. Apart from that, we hope that you stay safe. Stay healthy. And stay criminal. criminal. Bye, guys. Bye.